this is Gracefully Pruned by Formerly Mara. Hey, thanks for checking Gracefully Prune out. This is Formerly Mara. And our topic for today, episode number five, is the stop, 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 go, stop ordeal. And it's a situation we all face, whether we want to admit it or not. There's moments in life where things are just not happening. We want to move forward and something's stopping us. <laughs> Whether it's our self, uh, because our mindset, our heart's just not right, or it's just external factors are not allowing us to move forward. But trust me, there's growth in it. There's purpose in it, especially when we have our God perspective lenses on. Otherwise, um, it's just defeat. And for some, they may become more reliant on self and try to figure things out. When we have God's perspective, then there's peace in the stops. And there's uh, an interest in just looking ahead for the goals. What time is it? So my favorite quote of the week is, um, well, hold on, let me explain. <laughs> I was listening to another podcast, um, which I absolutely love. It's Preacher Girl. Look it up. It's really, it's awesome. And uh, this pastor uh, in one of her podcasts mentioned that when you are transitioning, you are going somewhere bigger. And here's the part that I really loved. God is pulling you back like an arrow to push you forward. And I thought that was a great visual for us, especially, you know, when we don't see a reason why we constantly have to go a few steps back. And if we were just to see it this way, that God is pulling us back like an arrow to push us forward. There's hope there. There's purpose there. You get it? Are you excited? All right, let's get to it. Let's get to the message. Is there a main character of the Bible you can relate to? I know there's one in particular that goes with the the title of this episode. Stop, 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 go. <laughs> and um, that's Joseph. You know the story. It's in Genesis 37 and goes on for about 10 to 15 chapters. Jacob had 12 children. Uh, the two youngest were with his wife, Rachel. And so there was already family conflict. The issue that Jacob had to go through in order to actually marry the woman that he loved but there was already family drama. And the older uh, sons, the, the first ten, were a clan, you know. And here comes two additional brothers. So there was animosity there. And especially when they saw the love that Jacob poured on to these two younger brothers. And one more in particular, Joseph. The needle in the haystack was... Joseph's dreams and started sharing these dreams with his family and that just caused that division to bubble up 
and these two dreams talked about that he would rise to a level where his brothers and even his parents would have to bow down and the brothers weren't going to have it that was it how dare this little kid who is already loved on so much by our father going to come and tell us that we're going to serve him how dare he so they cahooted and they came up with a plan and they sold their brother you see that he has sold for 20 pieces of silver he has to deal with the family rejection he has to uh, live with um not missing out missing out on being with his father and his younger brother not being around with his family and he had to move on with those issues in his mind and his heart so he was purchased by Potiphar and God granted him favor. He was given the position of leadership there too. So Potiphar's wife came um, to manipulate him and to entice him to sleep with her. It would have been a betrayal not only to Potiphar, but to God, to his faith, to his moral standing. And it was his moral standing his relationship with God that led him to say no and no and no. But this this lady kept on persisting until there was a moment where she decided she was going to narrate the story and she uh, was able to take his robe and then scream out saying that he tried to um, sexually abuse her. There's a lot of times that we experience something similar where you're doing things right and um, you're tr being led or being enticed to do things that are against your moral compass. And the more you resist, the more that thing, that person comes against you. You know, the enemy is going to take advantage of every opportunity to try to see how faithful you are with your with the word that's been put in your heart with what you know is right god used what was meant for evil for good and the story as the story goes on we learn of all of these stop 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 moments in joseph's life it seemed like he was not going to go anywhere it seemed like um the family betrayal was going to dictate where his life was going and yet he chose time and time again that he would put God first that he would give him honor and through that God granted him favor and through that he learned and he grew and in Joseph's case that him running away in order to honor God, led him to going into prison. Can you imagine? You're doing the right thing and yet you're punished for it. There's no defense for you. But know that we serve a just God. Even in prison, moving from family setting to being sold, to being a slave and then being in a position of administrator to now being an inmate. God, even then in that setting, 
granted him favor because he was faithful. Joseph was faithful and he received favor in that setting and became one of the leaders there. And all of a sudden, that gift that he had of dreams became became real and in the prison there was the pharaoh's cupbearer and the baker and they both had dreams and they were distressed and joseph said well let me tell uh, if you like share your dreams with me and god will reveal he gave god the glory from the beginning but for him to be willing to do that meant that he knew that this gifting of dreams was given to him he had his first trial run and the cupbearer was the one that would be granted another opportunity and joseph told him please remember me when you speak to the pharaoh and remember my name remember me but you know what happened? He was forgotten for two years. That part of the story was not told. Not until two years later when Pharaoh was having this problem that he had a dream and no one, none of the wise people around him could interpret it. And then that is when the cupbearer remembered Joseph's name. I think in the process, what he is asking us to do is just to rely on him, trust in him, and, you know, be a reflection of who he is to others. Be willing to serve. Be willing to help. That's what he is expecting from us. And in the process, we will become more mature and in the position to be ready for that calling God has destined us to be in. See, Joseph said he called him and, and Joseph was able to explain to him what the dream meant and, and that's where restoration came in. Pharaoh had favor for Joseph and gave him a high position and he was able to save Egypt from the famine that was foretold in this dream. And that's what I wanted to share with you that your process, regardless of how dim it looks, God will use it for good. You know, recently I heard that sometimes we get so excited about the blessing, about the end result, that we just praise God for the end result. But we don't praise God for the journey. And it is during the journey that we become more reliant on God. And there's so many times that we're, we're, we so anticipate the goals, those moments of finally reaching the place of success, of feeling fulfilled, of doing something that you absolutely love, but in the process of losing, when you're losing, what is your position like? Are you complaining? Are you complaining that people rejected you? Are you complaining that you know you've you've you lost your job? Are you complaining that you don't have any friends? Are you complaining that you have no one around you that you could 
trust in? Is that all you're focused on? There's things that we need to surrender. And I want to tell you that God's there. God's there. And he's just waiting for you to take a moment to realign yourself, to put your trust in him. Trusting that he will use that process, that place where you're currently at. He'll use that for your good. And he just wants us to learn a few things, a few lessons that are so important because it propels us to the place he wants to take us to. I wear stop, 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 go ordeal is... It's important. Don't don't get overwhelmed with the stops and just thank God. Ask God, help me learn what I need to learn. Help me understand it. Help me grasp it really well so that I can move forward and do what you've called me to do. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If it's been a blessing to you, please share, leave a review. We're finally in, on iTunes. I, I don't know if I mentioned that before, but we're on iTunes. <laughs> um, and, when I, and I would appreciate um, your subscription, your following. Please leave a, a review, a positive one. <laughs> but if you have constructive criticism, I would love to hear that as well. Thanks for tuning in to Gracefully Pruned by Formerly Mata. Keep on abiding, keep seeking God, His Word, and activate obedience. Until next time.